Episode number 206 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tommy, it looks like you've uh, moved house again. That's a, a fancy-looking deco in the background there. Um, you know, you've you've it's been a long time, a couple of shows absent, I think, and here you are uh, back from a session, and you've you've had offshore Europe, and and you're wearing your great Aberdeen run top. I see. So, I am. talk us through the the meaning of life uh, as as we see Tommy right now. Oh, yeah, it's been this is a, a busy week. I mean, uh, I think. A lot of listeners, I'm sure, will, will and certainly you do, Carl, sympathise with the, there's life getting in the way in today's a day, conference in Aberdeen all day, got home, kids bath to bed. Fortunately, Kyle was kind enough to to let to give push TRS back a bit so I can get a half hour run out and then straight to TRS. So yeah, life is busy, but it's uh, no life life's good. How are you? And actually, you say the the, the background Carl talks about is this uh, is the, is the very serene Microsoft Teams. Uh, what ah, would you say? This is like a Scandi. Yeah. I would say it's like a Scandi look to it. Looks like it I'm does in some that. Kind yeah. of like it, Swedish mountains it, or something. Does Sweden have it? Certainly it? does. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Swedish mountains. Is a Swedish mountains? Is a, I'm sure there is somewhere. Maybe Norway, Norway, Norway. Yeah. How are you? Uh, how's life with you? The Huntley well, chap. Well, uh, well, that's it. The the, the chap, <laughs> the Huntley chap, chap. That, that, the Rome Huntley half chap. That's uh, that's uh, that's where life's got me uh, the last week or so in in, in the in the running world. Um, I also did another race, uh, the Lona Highland Games, and that I, I brushed them. Um, I I did I did the hill Very race. Nice. Uh, not only did I do the hill race, I did the four hundred meter track race as well. When I say track race, it was a cross country. You know, like I don't know if anyone. It, if anyone hasn't done the Highland Games, I, I think I've said this before, I'd encourage everyone to, to t- at least take part in one, be it the track races or be it the, the hill race. And it's it's incredible. Like the track race was, what was it, the 400 metres? And you've got all the sprinters who and the high jumpers. So they all basically do all the races, um, including the, the distance one, which is generally like an 800 metres or 1600 metres. Um, and sometimes there's also like a hill race. So Mm-hmm. So like so a prime example is a lot of games. Um, there's like there's your sprints. You've got your high jump. You've got your long jump. You've got your your hill race. You've got your four hundred and you've got your eight hundred. But generally with Highland Games, it's usually in yards, not in in meters. And usually the actual distance is either far shorter or far longer. It's never <laughs> and it's and it's and it's like usually a four hundred meters is one lap of the track. The 400 meters at Lonick is like two and a half laps of the track. <laughs> so like I get to like a, a lap and a half, right? I'll absolutely, you know, 400 meters, I could probably like push on hard knowing like I'm going to start to toil in the last sort of like 80, 100 meters, 80 meters. I was mm. toiling for about a whole lap and a half because of the distance of it. It was like 600 meters. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. I mean, I mean, like when you haven't been training for something like that, it's, it takes a hell of a lot out of you. And, and then immediately after the 400 meters, I, I got fifth place, by the way. So I got 20 quid for just Very becoming nice. fifth. Um, I mean, there's not there's not that many runners taking part. Um, and, and Debbie got her spikes on and she took part in the sprints as well. But their nice. the, quality in these Highland games is is is, uh, is 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 pretty bad. Like, you know, there's never any, there's hardly any female races. It's all just male <laughs> races. It's open races. So, you know, you get the one... They used to have a ladies race there. There's no, there wasn't even a ladies race there. It was just 
pretty bad, you know, it was all. Anyway, I'm not going to go into politics. But anyway, I did the 400, and then straight away, the hill race starts. <laughs> and I'm nice still people. like... Nice threshold, threshold warm-up. Uh, well, no, it wasn't Five a threshold. Like, I felt, do you know when you just... You, I'm sure you've done it before. You know when you do, like, a track session, or you do, like, as, like, a lactate, like, I suppose, like, a, a VO2 max, like, track you know athlete kind of workout where you and lewis is i'm sure at some point he might may or may not prescribe you on but you know it'd be like two times 800s with like 15 minute recovery in between and you you do it bas out so it was kind yeah. of like that and you need that recovery and what i felt when i did the 400 was you know the the point at where you feel that you're starting to get lightheaded through through alcohol mm-hmm. like you know you get that that you, you get to that feeling and it's like quite a nice feeling yeah. That's yeah. kind of what I had, um, nice. but it felt bonky too. And I thought I'll have a few Jaffa cakes. Like my <laughs> mouth was so dry, I was like, you know, I wasn't even sal- salivating at that point. <laughs> the gun goes off, and I just like <laughs> go right. Like I-, I felt like I was, I don't know, like in tenth place or something like that. Like going round the-, the the field, going bloody hell, this feels so weird. Like, and it was quite fun, you know, it was fun. So I was like, I'm not just taking it seriously. Right? Enjoying it, it was yeah, yeah. fun then be out in the, the doing a, a race uh and then um, and they get the hills like it's like that and it's just like a grassy uphill so i'm climbing up the hill dan whitehead the dinosaur he is he's there. oh yeah like dan you whitehead know after like i don't know like 10 years away from the sport he's almost celebrating celebrating his 50th birthday no doubt um and like he was a monster going up the hill and i tried to hold on by him and a couple other guys went past me so um and like then it was a nice flat section and I, I was and I caught up with the leaders there and then then you go up another big hill and you just keep climbing and climbing and by that point I was like my legs are absolutely shot and then you then get to the top you then go down the bottom of the hill and then you've got to go back up again and then you go down and then huh. um and I, w- I was in like third place by this point and there was a big gap and I managed to catch them I was catching and catching and catching and my descent, and I was really proud of my descent. I don't know if it's because wow. I, I don't know, like I, I, I'm, Jaffa I don't know, I'm a heavier lad than a few months <laughs> ago. I don't know, but yeah, uh, or maybe I'm just stupid. I've got no common sense. I'm not worried if I get injured. I'm probably hoping I get injured, so I don't have to run anymore. But uh, so it's like catching the guy, like just a dafty going down the hill. It's, it's not unlike me, and I like I'm literally almost catching them when I'm doing the lap, and all I could think about was that 400 meters the feeling i got from it and i thought i don't want to get that again so i kept pushing and pushing i never caught them but i was only like it was 10 seconds between first second and third so it was like wow it's quite a nice little race you know like, i mean i have no idea who the first and second were i think it was a couple of australians or something but um it was great fun uh i do like That's that cool. sort of like you know it doesn't matter where you are in the field if it's for the podium if it's for you know you're just tossing it out in the mid pack and the at the end yeah, it's yeah. all good fun like so um yeah. so there you go but the king was there and uh he, he, he like was he the, yeah he, he, he went past us like because we just sat in the infield because we're going to do the track events and one thing i will say is now i'm sure there's folk who listen and there won't be the sprinters who listen to time run shots why would they listen to the distance runners chat about endurance the they, <laughs> they all decide they all tend to decide what the program of events is going to be despite there being a schedule of events 
you know, for mm-hmm. each of the games. If that mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah. So like, you know, for example, like you start the, you know, it says that the from three o'clock you're gonna have or from from one o'clock you're gonna have the the long jump, then you're gonna have the the the, the four hundred meters, then you're gonna have the eight hundred meters. So like I when I got there, I was like, so the eight hundred meters is probably gonna be quite soon. And guys <laughs> at the Benfield were like, oh no, no, the eight hundred meters won't be until later. And I was like, well, the schedule says it's going to be later. And I was like, I asked the you know the coordinator, and she's like, oh well, see, it could be in half an hour. And they were like, no, no, it's not going to be. I'm like, well, so who's 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 organising the who's schedule of events? Who's, like, excuse me, who's the run director here? Like I speak to the race <laughs> director. <laughs> so the athletes organise it, and the, what they did. This is, I think this is terrible, but they they they, they put the 800 meters on while the hill race was on, so that the hill runners wouldn't take part in the, the 800 meters, so that ah. they would get the cash. And I mean, ah, I don't right. care because I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm rich, but you know, I'm not desperate to to get winnings or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. But I mean, I had yeah. I had a fair uh, play, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? So I was just like, how you know? Imagine that, like they've got the audacity, like they're just there for the i'm sure they're there for the fun in the games but like come on guys come on that so that's my rant like I'm, I'm a bit pissed off by these sprinters thinking they can just decide when the program events is going to be on and stuff and i get they do it for the money and you know but yeah i mean really? just play the game really like you know like, how much is prize money do, yeah yeah but how much is I mean, it well, for... i remember now i mean like to win the I think it's like 70 80 pounds if you win like a high wow. jumper like i mean i got 20 pounds for coming fifth at the 400 meters oh, nice. like okay. and i mean for for winning the hill race you got 100 um i mean just talk think about jamie crow he he got 600 pounds for winning that hill race in Baller. Uh, really? i mean for breaking the wow. course record which has stood uh, for about right, okay. 40 years and then the actual first place is like 150 quid and then wow. I'm sure he probably did a mile race just to while he was there, and he's that good, you yeah. could probably win that too. Like the boys, you know, like oh, if yeah. you're that. And I remember when I was a junior, you know, I would, I used to, I used to work at Christie's Elite, and it doesn't sound as elite as it as it actually is. It was like one pound ninety an hour I got for pulling trees. What is Christie's fields. Elite for for me and listeners who don't know? What Christie's it's it's elite basically is. like they sell Christmas trees and stuff. And ah, they've got a garden right. set. Okay. So I, when I, was like, I thought it, was a sport, it sounded like a sports shop to me. No, no, it's nowhere near that. It's the opposite. Okay. Like, you know, these folk who worked there, like, you know, where it, it was, it, I, there's Tati Pick, there's Tati Rogan, or not Tati Rogan, Tati Picking, and there's Pulling Trees. Yeah. Like, I, 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 arguably, I'd say Pulling Trees is harder than Pulling Tatties. Um, and I did it for like £1.90 an hour as a kid, which when we got a pay rise to £2, I was absolutely wow. delighted with and uh, anyway, I know we're completely rambling here, but it does come back uh, full circle. So I used to go to the Highland Games as a kid and and do the track events because I was quite I was like I was quite quick at the eight hundreds. Like I would manage to do a two hundred two, and you know not thirty twenty eight twenty seven seconds for a two hundred fifty five fifty six. Not nothing amazing, but enough to you know. And sometimes because I you know because I like as a thirteen year old, I looked like an eighteen year old. Whereas all the other folk in my age were look like they were ten, you know. Um, so I used to do some of the junior heavies. I just had to wear my kilt, you know, and just throw uh-huh. the shot putter. I, nice. t- I did the caper one time, and okay, did I, didn't, nice. I didn't get it to twelve o'clock, but <laughs> like you just turned up and you got you got paid. So sometimes I would do these 
these events and I, I, I could have 200 pounds and four oh, bottles wow. of whiskey by the end of it, you know, and I was only wow. 14. I mean, wow, you know, it's probably a little bit more regulated. Yeah, oh, regulated. Yeah. And I've still got one of them to this day. I'm sure I took it to the Stagger, actually, the, the Tomatin <laughs> one. I won at the <laughs> Highland Games, uh, under 17 prize, 800 metres it was. So, uh, memories, Tommy, eh? Memories. memories. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I know that's probably like a long um, a, a long question. How are you? So, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. You're 20 you know, pound I'm, richer. I'm, that's how you are. I'm 20 pound richer. Um, the Huntley half was on. Uh, you know, I took part in that. Uh, that, that was good. The, Debbie got the win as well. Clear, clear margin for her. Um, I had a clear margin. Felt quite good the, the whole way. You know, I ran with Debbie for a bit for the first couple of miles. Pushed on and just enjoyed the the feeling of of doing a long run. You know, a long kind of mm-hmm. decent run on the trails, and it, it, was, nice. it was lovely. It wasn't it wasn't a fast course as such, but just nice to get out and celebrate the Huntley Hearst, which was on. Right. It's like the the annual Huntley Gala, if that makes sense. So, um, nice. so there was like a five k, ten k, half a celebration of running. But um, nice, yeah. Oh, how oh, good? Oh, I think it's the weather was like ridiculous on the weekend. So good, stunning. Yeah, it was so good. I, I've got the, you know, when you, I'm sure some the of the listeners tan. are the the good old vest tan. Is it a vest uh, tan or is it something else? I had we had um, it was the it was Alan, our twins' birth first birthday on Friday, and we had a. Uh, we had a load of fat, we had a house full of family, and our, you know, thank goodness it was good weather because we could turf all the children, like all the nieces and nephews, could oh, just, just like kick about the garden and actually just create a bit of space. Um, and yeah, it was good. We actually treat as uh, it was. We went. We did, a, we did a park run actually on Saturday. I did. Hazel oh, park I did see that. Aye. Did, did you have the buggy or was it just a slow day? No, for you? no, it was solo. That's you know, solo. But I ran seventeen, what on seventeen twenty-two, which is as. As oh, did you? I've, oh, I thought it was uh, 20 minutes. What, what was that? No, no, that was a couple of weeks ago. I ran that 20 minutes. Ah, right. So ah, that was I've, with the buggy, though, was it? That was with the buggy, a, yeah. Yeah, this, just one, this was a full effort, actually. Well, because we fortunately, we had uh, granny and grandpa with us, so we could, the, they could do some babysitting, so we both ran it. Um, and actually, do you know, I think I said when I was after Wrexham, I was a bit like, I need to do some work. And I'm not still, I'm still doing like 40 miles a week, getting two sessions in, though, which is good, and working through the session that Lewis has given me. And I'm get I am feeling sharper. And actually I've always over the years, I've always done like a lot of like threshold work, a very much marathon sort of stuff. And first time I've in a long time I've done a block of like eight by two minutes, six by three minutes. Like you know all that stuff. Like some some yeah. threshold waves that 30, 40 sec eighty seconds on, forty seconds off, all that good stuff. And I do yeah. feel a bit sharper. I don't feel I've got I don't think I've got much speed endurance, but and I, I was Huffing away at the end of the five k as you are, but like that's 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 as quick as I've gone on that course since COVID, and I think if I so I think anyway I think I'm I'm moving in the right direction here. Actually, I just need to get some bloody consistency together. Um, but it was good. Seventeen twenty in that yeah. course is quite uh, quite quick. Not bad. I mean, I've done yeah. Hazelhead before, and it's like it's a tough up, it's a tough uphill, and if you've you've got decent leg turnover in the second half, you can really yeah you know catch up with that lost time in the up. But um, I was full beans. You know. You know, so what? It, there was a boy in front of me, and this guy goes out. Uh, so I went out sort of steadyish. There was a guy, Fiona was there as well, just behind me. And there was this guy, and when the road, when it kicks uphill quite steeply, not steep, you know what I mean? But you know, it kicks uphill in the first half. And this boy with quite long shorts, headphones, and a baggy t-shirt goes past me, and I thought, and he went past oh, like a yeah. sprint, and I was like, I'll, I'll be seeing him again. You know, that the classic like <laughs> arrogance of someone who judges someone on, on what they look like, on what yeah. they're wearing. Anyway, this guy. He went away from me, then the gap settled out. 
closed the gap and he saw me and he sprinted when I pulled up alongside him, sprinted away again. Okay, yeah. Then we, this happened like two times on the way out. And then at the turn, I caught him at the turn, having closed the gap quite a lot in about 200 meters. And when I caught him, he sprints away again. And I was like, So ah. is this a turn at the top? Like half the turn at the up? top, yeah. Turn at the top. So yeah, I caught so him just at the turn. And he, he like saw me when we came around the turn, sprinted away. <laughs> anyway, same thing on the way down. Kept coming, caught him like twice within about a kilometer. And each time he sprinted away, opened up like 20 meters. I was like, Is this guy this like is starting 12 to get... years old or something? Well, it was starting to get a bit annoying, actually. I was like, because <laughs> I started, insane. you know, it's like, it's, you competitive music kick in. I was like, am I either going to have to go past this guy with enough speed that he's going to fall away or yeah. I'm going to have to just wait until the end and do it at the end. Oh, no. Anyway, then he started, he started getting fears and he basically spent the whole, the whole of the last like 2k just cricking his neck around to see where <laughs> I was. So I never, I didn't close him. Anyway, long story short, I, I came towards him. I couldn't quite catch him then a couple of seconds in front of me. He was chatting to me afterwards. So he raised a cold Rangers footballer who'd just be sacked. I was like, yeah, and so it was like, there was a lot of part, a lot of what sacked Saturday morning, don't have a game, so they were like, just go and do a park run. I was like, fair enough. <laughs> Jesus. Bizarre. That's I said, fair play. You're like, he was like, I mean, he's obviously plays with Cove Rangers. I said, well, you know, you're you're running like a sub seventeen twenty on a park run. You're not a runner. He's never done a park before. Never done a running race before. I said, if you just wow. apply yourself, you might. You're not going to be professional, but you might be quite decent. Yeah, right. Jesus. That's yeah, amazing. So that was, that's yeah. like it's probably why that's probably how you know the reason he ran the way he did because football yeah. that's what they do, isn't it? I remember Absolutely. when I was a kid, the Scottish schools uh, cross country, and I was like an alright runner then back in, and I remember like being in the top fifteen, and uh, and this guy for the whole race kept running, and then he started walking for like ten seconds, ran for twenty, walked for ten, and he kept he beat me. By really? <laughs> it was in Irvine as well. I, I'm sure. I don't want to put the name. I don't know who it was, but I think he may still be running now. Um, but I don't know if it's him. So I don't want to name name him just in case it wasn't. And he'd be like, that was a remit. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm sure he doesn't do that anymore. But bizarre, like bizarre how how people can. I mean, you can't do that in elite racing, but maybe in junior no. races you can. But that's uh, that's quite funny. But, but um, you mentioned on a slightly different point, but staying on the part one point. Um, so you mentioned the buggy. So yes, we now have a buggy. So we bought a buggy over the summer. Uh, and firstly, bloody hell, how expensive are running buggies? Like no, seriously, like, I was cheap. like, they're not yeah. cheap. And we, we tried and failed to find the, the twin one or the Thule one that we wanted in, with two things on light and marketplace and that. Couldn't be done. And in the end, I was like, right, this is running on. I just want to get one because I want to get every month we don't yeah. get one. This month we're not getting new service. We bet the bill that got one. Yeah. I've had it out twice. The, those things can move. Like, seriously, I, like, you, I know you're, you've got, a, you've been running with a buggy for a while. Like, they are, but the, the, my challenge has been I keep starting at the, quite far back at the park run and that's a nightmare. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Get to the front, Tom. But I was like, oh, I can't really go to the front with a buggy. I don't want to be that guy. But I'm, you know, do you know, I'm, do you know I what? Saying... I, uh, I remember when De- was it was it Debbie or I think it was, and and she was like, they said to her, you should get to the back, and she was like, uh, well, <laughs> no, because no. <laughs> I'm probably going to run like 19 minutes or something on it, or like I think I someone said that to me, and I was like, look, I'm. I, I probably went not not in a not in a big headed I'll, way. Yeah, I'll probably, probably win it, mate. <laughs> probably, well, I did. You know, I did. It was uh, was it the Clearwater Park run? It was in Florida. We, nice. we, we took the oh, out and nice. about, and I like 
I, you know, I was a guy ahead of me, and I got him in the last K, but it was such a smooth, like it was like a promenade, oh, uh, nice. and it was so nice to push the buggy on, no wind, no hills. It was a couple of dips, but that's the sort of like if you get the right like you know lack of or zero percent gradient, no yeah. wind, really smooth surface, like pushing the running buggy is like really nice like you know if, yeah and but i mean the, we've got the like right. i think i know the one you've got like but that you know big wheels you want big yeah. wheels and you want big, uh, two big wheels at the back single racer at yeah. the front um uh, but yeah so triangle I've run, like yeah the, so wheel, I've run, the pointy toes in the front you know the, the kids eh, the kids are all, on, they're, all, they're all in they're all locked in we did i've done I did yeah. the beach on a bloody windy day and like I we passed about. I turned around and there's all these people sheltering behind me because I was obviously yes. in quite a big windbreak. Which to be fair, then oh, was quite aye. smart. And then on the way back, it was like it was yeah, it was cool. I thought so I quite enjoyed that. Then we did and I ran. I think I went just under 20 minutes. And then I ran at the St Andrews Park run when we done my mum and dad's, and uh, that was cool. That's a bit more of a like a rolling one. Um, that was harder work on the legs especially. But I felt yeah. um, but yeah, I mean ran reasonable. But it's a it's quite a it's a good it's a really it's a really good way to get hard effort and forget about the time you're still getting a hard 20 minutes doesn't yeah, matter yeah, the time oh, two, absolutely. Slower, so yeah um yeah, yeah. so we're, we're actually away, we're going to northern ireland this weekend for a sort of a harry's class of well that'd be harry's class of 2008 reunion that we always we get together with a group of friends um the gash for one will be there which oh, is yeah boy that's uh, yeah. God. So the, get, the, the, get, in, get the get take the dictaphone with you like i'm sure there'll be many a story yeah <laughs> but we're taking so the buggies, the buggy, the kids are coming with us, so therefore the buggies come with us. So we always do like it's always like a sort of part run. We'll probably get the Harry's vest out, the old school vest. But I'm taking the, I'll be taking oh. the buggy run. So I, I, I actually think that everyone's all, most of them are all washed up. The boys that I and girls I used to run with. Actually, no, Rosie Smith, Rosie's in, Rosie's in good shape. Rosie's not someone who I'll beat with a buggy. But anyway, that's the challenge for me. Oh, in fact, what am I saying? I won't even beat Fiona. So that's uh, that's <laughs> I'll be something in the back. <laughs> but yeah, nice, on, on that nice. point, a good big shout out to it was Grant McDonald who sent us an email just after the twins were born about a year ago now, and he was he'd recommended this buggy. So thank you, Grant. Nice. Great shout. Well, well, there you go. Well, so if we line up, we'll be making excuses. You've got the better buggy than than my out and about. But I've got a second. Well, <laughs> so depend. We need to. Well, we do need to do a part. So Chris Richardson's and has been pushing this as well. This to get. Uh, we should get a, a buggy showdown. Do you know you what, can... like, the problem I've got with my buggy is because it's been absolutely just bashed about. <laughs> it's a couple you know, of thousand like, miles in it. <laughs> it's got, yeah, it literally has. Like it's gone on trails. It's gone uh, up mountain. Well, I think it has gone up one mountain. Um, and it's gone to Florida. Like it's it it like it moves to the side. The wheels are buckled to hell. Like <laughs> you're like you run with it now. And you've got to like use your core to keep it straight. <laughs> so I don't like the, the right bu- the right wheels like going like that now. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, this it's on its way out, you know. But that's a single one. That's uh, it's not a double one. But uh, you know, see... well, I'm ta- talking about that though. What who we need, who we said or we would we would love to get on the show. And I, I don't I know he's not a Metro member now. Callum oh, Neff. Yeah, he he was the world buggy he record was, yeah. he Still he had, is, isn't he? Was he at half and marathon at least? He had I'll the ten so... He did. He did he a thirty-one you. something yeah. with the with the, with the buggy, like Mate, thirty-one never, minutes of a buggy. So I'll never forget when I first met uh, Cal. He came, I met him. He came into our office. I was at Total Energy at the time, and drilling, yeah, drilling wells. And he came in as a working for Baker Hughes, I think it was as a service guy. And he comes in, and you know, you, you know, when you look at someone, you think that guy's lean. He clearly runs. 
Yeah. I'm like, he said to me, I don't know how running came out, but he said, do you run? And this was like two weeks after Frankfurt or something. It was quite soon after Frankfurt. And it must have been longer than that. Anyway, he just, uh, it turns out he just done Chicago. I didn't know that. Uh, he said, uh, yeah. I said, oh, do you, yeah, I think he had a Garmin on and some Pegasus or something. So I was like, oh, you, you run? He was, yeah, we're trying a bit about running. He didn't, do, none <laughs> you, of us did. buy their shoes. Yeah. And then he says to me, oh, um, what have you raced recently? I said, Oh, yeah, I ran uh, Frankfurt. He said, What he said, What time did you run? And of course, you, when you just run a PB, you're chomping to tell anyone oh, and everyone what you ran. Yeah, so I was in, like, Oh, 2 30 straight away. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, yeah, I ran uh, Chicago uh, recently. Yeah, so that must date it. But anyways, uh, he ran uh, 2 31. I was like, Oh, that's pretty impressive. Thinking, Yeah, he's just a bit slower than me <laughs> with a double buggy. I was like, <laughs> or with a, And I was like, Oh my god. So then, then I got to know him better. 220 guy who you and I have obviously trained with and I'm like yeah. he's an he's an animal and like you look I mean to run that pace with a buggy I know yeah amazing for that period of time I, I mean I'm impressed by sorry one for a 10 kilo how you can oh. run literally yeah. just over fives pushing I think it's is it one one kid he's got but I mean maybe it's a doll in in, in the buggy I don't know like but no so he told it's me like that a, he's got... it's like a three-year-old so there's three kids. I think two of them have world records and one doesn't because he was. I know he was looking to get the. Uh, Triple yeah, he was actually. To be fair, he was born in Aberdeen. That's why he had a sort of he had a bit of a an affinity with uh, with Aberdeen and, and wanted to join Metro. I mean, he joined Metro so he could also get a championship place at London. Let's be honest. <laughs> like, if you're, I'm sure Cal Cal doesn't listen, but if we do, we know the game. So anyway, um, let me pull yeah. up his record. Uh, uh, I can't remember. Of course, he's a pacer. Yeah, I forgot he paced uh, Kira D'Amato. Did he not uh, pace, um, uh, what's her name? Sarah Hall. American girl. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah Hall. Oh, he's got his own website, www.neff.run pro. Look at that. That's Look a pro. That. He, yeah. he, he knows how to brand himself. He's a um, strong w, ultra guy Tommy, as well. Tom, he's a not, yeah, he does ultras as well. I think he's 50k, he's 100. I don't know if he does hundreds, but I know he does. He did the 50. He, he ran in the world champs for that. Um, but anyway, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Anyway, there we've, we've totally digressed. But you know, I would love to hear from any listeners on like advice on, and and I also want to hear from you, Kyle, on advice on using the buggy as part of like getting runs in. Because now I've got it, and part one's been an obvious one. But I'm now starting to think about. It. So how is this best that I've got like to use it as part? Of, so we've talked about if we're doing both doing like a two-hour long run, maybe overlap the middle of it with an hour or so you know what i mean like we don't want to push yeah. the, we don't want to have the kids in it too long but at the same time we also do want to get our own running in so because I, I am keen now i say it this week but this week's a disaster but i really do want to get a bit of consistency and and get aberdeen is host you know and aberdeen we're hosting the east district cross country so surely we'll both be out for uh, uh i see a that repeat i got, of what my, we did four got years my message ago. from from rico to, to <laughs> pushing me into the right well get your cross country spikes on i tried i took them to the Lonnick games and Boy oh boy, they're tight. Boy <laughs> oh boy, my feet are flat, my arches have uh, have flattened. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> but now the least, yeah, the, the cross country season's coming up soon, isn't it? I can't believe. So it. So yeah, are, are you lining up for that, or what you are you thinking? You know, what is, I've got. What I is your no goal now? Tell us your. I've got. Tell I've us got your behag. I've got no. Well, my behag is to genuine behag would be to PB a distance, a distance in the next year seriously that's like that's now looking like a big deal if I could do that but I think this year yeah. I've got nothing in the calendar I'm going to do these districts so I'm going to try and get into shape for that I feel like I'm in a good base I think I can if I can string together three months I can be in good place because I'd like to get into a good place for the end of the year to then make a pretty targeted uh, shot at London 
That's what I'm thinking at the moment. Oh, I like it. I like I've got it. a championship space. You know, I've run two races this yeah. year and half on a marathon and both fortunately got me a championship time. So I'm, I'm like, well, I'm, I should probably and, use And that. also like, I mean, Manchester didn't go the way you wanted it to, but you're not, you're not a million miles away. You know, you no. weren't a million miles away from it. So, but to be I honest, just, I'd be happy to go. I just want to go to London and be able to run, yeah, run a race and be in a position that, it, yeah, that, that a PB is not impossible. Um, yeah, I don't need to go into it, like, yeah, and also like just the, you know, just the sheer atmosphere of London. You know, it's just mm. something, oh, a sight yeah. to behold, isn't it? Like just the the whole just your 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 ears are ringing afterwards for days afterwards and yeah it's such an amazing atmosphere the crowds are just amazing and you know something that i would certainly go back to potentially next year if uh you know if debbie's keen and and we get some some babysitting uh, our cousin lives in in london as well so it could mm-hmm. be an option but uh yeah it'd be, what about it'd be you what's next potentially... year then this year you got well, nice right when are you going to nice, well, nice what's going to be happening but I I am um, I've been trying to get in contact with him uh, for ages now and and that's a long story short I'm not entered yet but I ah, want okay. to be um, and they're not answering any of my emails they literally are not answering any any you of can't my just, emails. I get a stupid I, question. The entries must be closed, right? Entries Online. were about to close, but I wanted to query something before I entered and then okay. they closed. But then they haven't for four weeks. I've been emailing them and they haven't messaged me back messenger oh, or facebook um emails everything so if anyone knows the organizer <laughs> please let mm. please let him know I, there's about 20 emails uh, in his inbox that i keep forwarding he's probably just blocked me but uh i'm hoping to still do it though we're, well we're, we're both hoping to do it because we're going out with granny and grandan and uh we're looking to do the 20k so but we'll see we'll nice. see what happens and uh but that is again i'm not really I'm training, but I'm not really doing anything serious, if that makes sense. Just like, mm-hmm. but you know, just enjoy, just getting like a general foundation, like doing sessions here and there, 40, 30, 40, mile, 40 miles a week, maybe. Nice. Uh, so nothing crazy, but enough to, enough Go for over. me just to tick over and, yeah. um, you know, not be unfit, just, just bubbling away waiting for a nice. big goal that excites me which i'm i'm failing to find just now mm. <laughs> probably a bit like you know obviously you've got london but um there's a couple of things i'm thinking about looking at next year like london would be one of them maybe but uh just some stuff on the trails like even the cape raff ultra i'd love to do that like you know the stage nice. race i'd love to do that um but it's a you know it's a hell of a lot of money to to yeah. to 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 spend to to do something like that. But what about the UTMB? Any of the UTMB races float your boat again? I uh, I was watching the, some of the live stream, not a huge amount because uh, it was just just too much of it. But there is yeah. Watching you know just doing like following some of the athletes and just the I, like I listened to Dylan Bowman. Um, you know he's got a free trail podcast and he was doing some really good like interview interviews with some of the athletes like Tom Evans and. Um, obviously, you know the Jim Walmsley, Walmsley and Zach Miller. Like, I, I mean, you, I don't know if you watched, uh, you, you heard the results, but Jim. I didn't see any of it this year. Have you not? Oh, he runs what? J, J, Jim Jim broke twenty hours for the um the, the UTMB wow. this year, so it's a course record. I think they've changed the course slightly, so it's like a hundred meters less climb on this hill, but it's probably just it's more technical, so it probably like 
balances out, but like, uh, so he's the first American male wow. to, to win the UTMB, which is something that's always that's been, amazing. you know, played about. Yeah. With. But Zach Miller, like he he was he broke twenty hours too. He was Did only he? fifteen minutes behind him. Uh, so it was a one-two for the the Americans, and and actually a, 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 a another win for uh, Courtney DeWalter as well. Wow. Um, so I, I went for my run, celebrating my my celebrating my run in basketball shorts uh, uh-huh. know, a couple of days ago. Just uh, nice. like a huge respect for her as a runner. Like she's yeah. she came sixth she's overall a, last amazing. year at UTMB. Absolutely beast. Um, do I sense but, do I uh, sense the seeds of uh, the seeds of UTMB interest again? Do you know what they're like? Uh, like just hearing some of what people are saying about just the town, and I mean, you were yeah, doing me like it's, it's amazing, mate. You, know, you must amazing. like. I would love to get go back. Feeling, yeah, I, I mean, like I would. The, the atmosphere and the town, and I mean, Chamonix is just such an inspirational place. Anyway, just, just, it's just amazing. But that whole, that is that that alone is enough. Has had me in the past looking at some of the short races to go, maybe, maybe. Maybe I, maybe no. If I, could, I think the qualification <laughs> would be my biggest bollock, but you should, mate, you should problem, seriously, like, unfinished business, man. I know. Well, I mean, that's the problem with like the way that you, you get into these, like, certainly the UTMB, you need to earn like stones now. So you have to do like UTMB affiliated races to earn your stones. And once you get those stones, say it's like five stones you need to get in the UTMB, you then you may or may not get into it. The, the race mm-hmm. so you know it's they've, they've done very well to like pull this like you know world series of it's basically um we you know we spoke about the ultra trail world tour and those mm-hmm. big races uh but now it's you know UTMB have formed some of these events and Mozart's part of that like Tarawira which is part of the UTMB now and um but uh but yeah like absolutely it's definitely one of the you know it did get me a bit excited again to go back but i think if i was to go back i would really put a lot of like invest you know invest time into some of the things that i didn't think went well but um but again i'm still battling whether or not i'm a i can run over 100 miles you know like can i Mm. run well over not over 100 miles over 100k like i've not really had a good run over 100k yet so i don't know uh, so food for thought anyway but definitely nice. something to think about and in some of the results there I mean obviously Robbie Simpson's had a great spell of racing uh, recently and, and, and got uh, sixth at the the OCC OCC he has been in the podium in that race uh, but yeah just stacked like you know everyone's they're all, you know they're all professionals like <laughs> yeah. they're all running for for brands and stuff so like yeah just it's it's, well, uh, it's definitely the you know the depth of trail running that you know these days is far superior than it ever has been so it's definitely great to watch and mm. inspiring but talking about inspiring though tommy we we do have some uh, an inspiring guest on the show in the name of the recent uh 2023 scottish 10k champion john bell from Inverclyde ac so um we I, I chatted to John a couple of days, well yesterday uh, during the day and um, he was kind enough to uh, jump on the show with me and, and talk all things John Bell and and his uh, you know how he got into running and you know some fantastic golden nuggets of training advice as well and uh, 
kind of his love for the sport. So without further ado, here is John Bell. Okay, we have John Bell on the show, the national 10K champion. How are you doing, John? Excellent. It's a pleasure to be on as well. So we, we, we've been lining you up for, for many a month now. And, uh, you know, as typical of TRS, we, we do get there like about a few months after you've you've achieved, uh, you know, the, the success, the imminent success. But, John, it's, it, it's great to have you on the show and, um, you know, but from our perspective, we've been following your progress for definitely certainly a number of years anyway. And, um, you know, maybe not so much myself anymore because I'm not as quick as you anymore. Certainly never was. But uh, <laughs> but but certainly been great just to see you come through the ranks and to, to achieve, uh, you know, a national title, a national 10K title. Uh, it, it was a Babcock 10K, wasn't it? it was, yeah, yeah, it was a final one with the Scottish champs in Corporate. Yeah. Um, Glasgow Green. Yeah, uh, which yeah, a- amazing to to get that and to to pip uh, a big alley hay or, uh, at the the post as well there. So <laughs> I mean, it was quite close. It must have been like you know, was yeah, that sprint really finisher? Cool. Um, so we're about a kilometre to go. We're still shoulder to shoulder. Um, yeah, yeah. There's like a rise and a downhill, and I, I knew I had I had to break him on the rise because if it was a sprint finish, Ali's a quick fifteen hundred metre boy. So yeah. Um, yeah. so I got them on the uphill, so yeah, it was maybe a couple of seconds in it, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's very, very tight. There's nothing worse as well, you know, at the end of a 10k to be just battling for that position and, and for a national title, like, you know, who wants it more? Uh, and, you know, at that point, I'm sure Ali's had many a title, so, you know, maybe just give it to the to the youngins uh, as well. <laughs> I mean, I, t- I talk about youngins. I mean, you know, you've 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 been in the sport for a few years now, and um, and you know what I, I'm sure the listeners would be interested in, you know, how you you got into the sport, uh, you know, those many years ago. So, how, how what did that look like for John Bell? Yeah, um, strange actually. Uh, the first kind of my early twenties and things, I would I ran a marathon just for help for heroes and um, just for charity. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was Edinburgh, was it? Edinburgh yeah, Marathon. Yeah. yeah, absolutely brutal. Um, I hadn't trained. I was, I wasn't a very good place. It, it was about four hours. Um, yeah. I think yeah. I walked about eight miles of it. Uh, yeah, it was a tough day. It was a very tough day. Yeah. Um, I was uh, a lot of lessons learned. Um, but that was, yeah, about ten years ago. No, maybe not as much. Then I had yeah. done kind of Glasgow half just every year with my just with my current wife. Um, yeah. and just hadn't trained or anything we just put up and did it then it was I done a park run with a couple of local boys uh, the Cook Twins yeah. uh, ran yeah. 1723 um, oh, okay. from that Glen right. Park and McLeod both approached me to join a club and stuff so pretty much overnight I quit my job in Glasgow and come back to Green Oak um, and just started running like full time yeah. basically straight away um, and okay. then probably first three or four years just injured because you're going oh, from running, running like 80 miles a week yeah so we're just yeah. constantly injured um so yeah it's probably only been the last two or three years where i've been in a really good spot Um my body's caught yeah. up with training and things like that um, yeah. and yeah actually handle it a bit better now yeah and that if you don't mind me asking like what's uh that you don't have to give me a specific age what's your your age group uh you know within 
five-year range. Or in like <laughs> that's interesting. Now, yeah, thirty-one. Yeah, thirty-one. Nah, so he's still got another twenty odd years of, of peaking. <laughs> yeah. Then, eh? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, another four years at a high level, hopefully at least. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's so that's been how many years? Like you've been doing that for then, like you know, in that from the seventeen twenty park run probably. Until now. I'd say maybe just six, about six, six seven years. years like that. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, yeah. yeah. Christ, it took me about thirty years to get to my peak. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, yeah, lucky. Obviously, get some talent for it as well. As much yeah. as I like that phrase, it's it's definitely a thing. Absolutely, yeah. I mean. Maybe maybe it showed, you know, when you did the marathon, like, oh, I sh- maybe training is is a good idea. Eh? And I'm sure you, based on your, your talent, you probably didn't train for that marathon. It was okay. So well, maybe you did. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> so so did you like, um, you know, like, what did you do as you grew up? Did you, were you taking part in sport or activity then? You, what was that like for you then? To be honest, yeah, I grew up playing football. Um, I played yeah. Andrews growing up, kind of local team. Um, got to maybe about 12 or so, then I broke my wrist and I kind of fell away from it. Um, yeah. Then I usually started playing video games as a young boy, but at 16 I went into yeah. the army um, yeah. as a royal signaller. So that kind of kept me fit for a few years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then when I came out of the army, just for life reasons, um, mm-hmm. Probably had about four or five years where I just did nothing, to be honest. Like, no training. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nothing. my diet was shocking. My sleep was bad. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, was in a, it wasn't in a great way. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's certainly to go to that sort of, you know, from being in the army to, to coming out. And how many years were you in the army for? It was only, it was only in for a couple of years. And then yeah. My yeah. mum actually got knocked well, so I left to take care of her to... But I always plan to get back. Then, yeah, life happens, and I never, I never went back. Yeah, yeah, okay, and yeah, I mean, it's from, I suppose, for, for kind of from like where where you were then to to where you are now. You know, you're now a a personal trainer as well, and uh, that must be pretty cool to you know just combine your uh, your passion with with your your work and. And, and you know that that side of things too you know like how does that work with your work style you know your lifestyle is do you do you just t- do you just get all your 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 athletes your clients to to go for runs or you know do you have you got <laughs> actually so i do people who are kind of my running clients if you will i help separately yeah. from the gym um yeah. so i do, yeah. I do kind of online stuff as well as also in person and um, yeah. all the in-person stuff so actually none of them are runners uh, and okay. they're all typically just general fitness and weight loss that kind of thing or, or just yeah. confidence um yeah. Yeah. so but yeah I, I help runners on the other side of it um the plan's always been to have kind of track groups and things like that i've i do some running groups locally as well um yeah do tre- i do indoor groups like a treadmill group which is really good actually it's good for all, right. all abilities together oh cool um, yeah. outdoors that can be difficult with roots and you've got someone yeah. one pace and it's hard to keep everyone together yeah. with a treadmill it's a bit more controlled so yeah. what's that? Is that like um? Is that like a class or? Yeah, but it's just like a class, yeah. Yeah. So how how does it work? Do you just like, right? Everyone knock it up like two an extra two kilometers or get the gradient up to ten percent and they just yeah, can go just, for it. Like. Yeah. <laughs> they all nice. have their own kind of paces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do half an hour initially, and it will just be yeah efforts. Whatever you're going to do, like four times four minute, one minute things like that. 
Yeah. Um, at whatever half marathon pace, and so yeah, it's it, it's good. Yeah, a bit like a spin class for for runners. Then. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I do um I do enjoy going on the treadmill and just you know as a workout it's so much easier just to get done and. Yeah. You can just home in on a pace and generally you can hold the pace, you know, whereas when you go outside, it's so difficult to maintain a target pace, isn't it? Uh, or even an effort because of the undulations, wind conditions and things. It's generally quite, quite good. So, so no, I mean, it sounds like you've, um, you know, you, you, you've got a really good sort of like work, uh, you know, training set up. In, in Glasgow um, and, you know, you're part of Uber Clyde as well and, You've you've got Mark Pollard who uh, you know I caught up with uh, last week at one of our staff away days. Um, got him out for a cheeky little run despite forgetting his shorts, but luckily I had a spare pair. Uh, so you know we're we're just we're chatting specifically about you. Just obviously you know he's got a number of athletes and you fall under one of those too. And um, you know like what does your training look like from um, you know? from an individual perspective and a club perspective club wise um even with mark to be honest I've, I've not been with mark for a couple of years now uh, yeah initially my first coach was a, a local boy jude um who used to do ultras jude bolton i don't know if you know him jude um, bolton i think i recognize him there, yeah. way, but he he yeah. really helped me a lot when i started yeah. um, more in life than running actually it was, it was great in that sense then mark took me on a little bit then March started moving up Scottish Athletics and just became so busy. So yeah. I kind of took it upon myself. So I've yeah, I've been myself for about two years now or so. Okay. Um, Apologies. It's uh, no, I think no. I was looking at your power of ten, thinking no, it's, uh, to update yeah. that, like I still talk to Mark. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually doesn't yeah. live far from me now since ah, okay. um but yeah, training wise myself, even with the club, I, I don't train with anyone in the club. Uh, I I just run on my own. Um one of my friends David Tamburini, he also does ultras. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we, on my session days, he'll come out with a bike and he'll cycle in front of me. So that's my nice. company through the week. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, a bit, quite a basic structure, to be honest. I, I do doubles most days. So my easy days are on twice every day. So Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. My sessions are Tuesday, Friday. Um, yeah. Then Saturday, yeah. I get into the park run and help out, just pacing people and things like that. Then oh, I nice. do kind of 15, 20 miles. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, wow. from eighty miles up probably. Um, it's quite straightforward. Yeah, when you do your Tuesday Thursday, is that yeah you're you're running yourself or with David? Mm-hmm. As that's pretty cool to have someone who's like willing to go out and. To be fair, he probably gets a decent workout the pace you do your efforts. Yeah. At, eh? No, he's it's been a massive help. We kind of I've known him for ages, but it was kind of through COVID, a lockdown and things like that. We started kind of helping a little bit. Yeah. Um, and if it wasn't for that, I don't think I'd have made the jump I've made, to be honest. Oh, really? Wow. And yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to be hitting the paces, as you said, outside, um, alone as well, and living in a yeah. country right on the water, so it's just windy permanently. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And it's, just having someone there is about a, something to chase. It yeah. is, can't be bothered. You've got a friend who, if he's willing just, to go, you've got to go. Um, so he's moving, yeah. Helping me definitely has made a huge difference. I'd say it's, uh, it's funny you say that. Like, I mean, it's I'm, I'm in a different league. You know, you're in a different league, but um, for for me, like, I find we we've got kids and 
uh, we take the running buggy out, but the running buggy is like it can be transferred into like a buggy that you can put on the bike. Yeah. So so sometimes we get the the buggy, put the two kids in it, they go for a little cycle and nice day and in the snow or anything like. But uh, <laughs> and Debbie goes out and I'm just like holding on to the back of them, you know. <laughs> it's, uh, but when they go up a hill, I usually go past because yeah, the sheer weight of the the buggy and the kids in there. And then likewise we we alternate different days so they get a bit of finish in the park and it's di- it's slightly different but for me anyway you know when you don't have the opportunity to run by someone else um it something like that's actually quite inclusive as well isn't it you know and um but when interest what i'm interested in you know, say you, you took a big jump because you've got that sort of like camaraderie and um you know that someone to chase and you know in terms of pace and effort what, what what does that look like is it do you tend to like do your tuesday thursday sessions like with a decent amount of effort you know are you like are you mat redlining it generally or is it threshold yeah. kind of stuff or um so it'll, it'll vary so tuesday's typically track for me um yeah okay well i'm probably kind of eight to ten k worth of effort on a, on a tuesday yeah. of just the yeah. effort of it and yeah we'll be doing Whatever mile reps or so, kind of four forty or under initially. Okay, yeah. you know, two fifty or under. Um, fours I don't actually run that quick. Um, probably sixty fives or under. I don't really tend to go very fast on the kind of short yeah. stuff. The Friday's probably my harder days. That's the kind of fifteen to twenty k of volume. Yeah. Um, or the effort. We're probably thirty yeah. total. Uh, so for, I mean, last week we did uh, just four times. So twenty kilometer progressive. Just so four by five k, just getting quicker every five k. Um, yeah. yeah. Sometimes we will just do three times five k with a recovery. Um, mm. Again, all at like whatever fifteen thirty or something like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, trying my my big days and my really really hard days, and even my Sunday long run actually, I run that probably quite different than most people. Um, yeah. I've got a couple of routes I do. One of them is really really hilly, but I try and be probably five forty to six minute miling for my Sunday. Right. Um, oh. so I run them quite quick. Yeah, and I, I've always done that. Uh, yeah, I think the, it works for you. Yeah, the, the kind of yeah. the long slow distance stuff kind of just doesn't. I find those getting injured quite a lot. Um, Mark that helped with that a little bit. Uh, Pollard. Yeah. He always said if you're running slow all the time, your form is typically worse than if you're running quick. And I, I yeah. felt when I was running slow, kind of five days a week, I was just getting injured all the time because your, yeah. your form's a little bit off. Um, yeah. So yeah, I run quick, quick most days, but my, my easy days are really. Like my Mondays and my Wednesdays and things, I'm like five, five thirty a kilometer. So Aye. yeah, I'm well, that's super, super slow compared to. Okay, that's really interesting then, because you know there's some folk we, I'm sure you know, and you know they execute completely differently. And then someone like Kenny Wilson, like he's someone who just runs six minute miles for his easy runs. You know, like yeah. what? <laughs> just doesn't doesn't have uh, fatigue, you know, doesn't have lactate coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but, no that, that's super interesting and you know we've had a couple of folk on the show who are very much like special based and you know they won't really hit the paces that they're yeah. aiming for whereas someone like you and, and you know the same outcome can be achieved as well which I think is a lesson for many listeners there's no one one size fits all is there it's uh it's, it's definitely I mean, many ways to skin a cat yeah, it took me years to get that kind of structure for myself. Aye. To aye. work. Um, I, I spent ages getting it wrong, running too quick, again, constantly. And it just 
you can never hit your pace in your sessions if your easy days are too hard. You get caught up in the whole Strava battle, like try to yeah. run five thirty a mile and tighten on Strava as an easy run, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't use it. I don't even use Strava. I don't upload. Um, I use oh, it. Yeah. I just have it handwritten. Yeah. Okay. So, so there you go, folks. Yeah. Listen to this podcast. Uh, well, I'm sure you're already listening to it, but. Uh, the secrets are right here uh, in, in non-written form. Um, but uh, <laughs> you never, you know, as things improve and, you know, as you get get quicker, you, you can sell those uh, training plans, you know. And, yeah. and uh, <laughs> So this is the magic potion, eh? But yeah. that's, so like, you know, we kind of talked about some of your successes, you know, like the the national 10K champs uh, where, you, where you got, you, you know, you're the national champion and, um what has been like your what was your kind of pivotal moment when it came to um you know the the transition from like you know the the 1725k park run to you know the whenever you know what or was there did you was there like a did you see a transition imminently was there something you did a race and you're like oh that wow that's you know so i'm getting somewhere now um after a few kind of key moments but this year, actually, just my very first race was the Tom Scott. Yeah. Uh, Scottish 10 mile. That was probably a big shock. So that's, I've been training for Manchester Marathon through the start of the year. Um, yeah. Got to February, I think, and I ended up um, really not well. So it was either COVID yeah. or something. Um, so yeah. I actually missed the National Cross and everything else. Um, so the Tom Scott was a kind of, yeah, that kind of started the year really well. So I went into that with no expectation. I hadn't really been training for a couple of weeks. Then ran yeah. third and ran forty nine thirty four or something. Um, so that was like a kind of big confidence boost for this year, um, and showing that I was in good shape and I could run these kind of times and run with these guys. Yeah. Um, and last year as well, the track ten thousand was probably a big one. I went into that expecting to be last. I had my, my oh. first time on a track running the ten thousand, and I'd heard horror <laughs> stories about it, so I did. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I wasn't really. Uh, but I end up running, I don't know, 30, 30 or something, I'm not sure what I ran, but I was third again. Yeah. Um, so that was a, I think those two were the, kind of my first two national medals and they were a, a, a big jump for me. I've had team yeah. ones and things like Cumberland Old, me and the guys do really well there, the short course cross country. Yeah. That's always great to be competing with that kind of competition and stuff, but um, but probably Tom Scott was my, my big jump this year, but I knew I was going to have a good year and I, I really wanted a win. Um, yeah. and I knew I was in good shape and it doesn't happen all the time so you've got to make the most of it when you get it I mean that was a fantastic time you know 49.30 for you know 10 miles which is absolutely shifting yeah. uh, and you know usually that would be good enough for the win and yeah, yeah still still an amazing amazing time and you know just your your 10,000 metres as well that you you did you know the, the Scottish 10k champs as well so that one, it's the, the Scottish, te- no, sorry, the track 10,000 metres yep. Scottish Championships is yeah. trying to make. So you've, you've got the 10K road title and it's you were third at the 10,000 metre Championships, so, is that right? Track, yeah, on the track, I was still. Yeah. So t- talk us through that race because, uh, you know, the 30.02, uh, that's absolute shifting. Uh, you know, what was perhaps bittersweet not to get under the, the elusive 30 there was it very, very. I've been training really so I've been really training for that one I was 
I felt in really good shape. I mean, the Tuesday before it, I did like four times two and a half K. Um, again, well under three minutes a K. I was, I felt yeah. great getting into it. I had been doing loads of wee mantras, speaking to myself in the mirror, writing yeah. notes to myself, um, doing affirmations. I felt great. Then, yeah, the two boys at the start just get away, and that was fine. I was on pace. Um, in the group I was in, it was yeah, it was a bit frustrating. Like, I end up leading every lap. My group, no one took a single lap. Um, for the entire race. Oh really? Which was quite, oh, quite frustrating. Um, for twenty-five yeah. laps, that's a long way. Uh, so yeah. So you just you were front running the whole way. Basically, yeah. My, oh. Two boys at the front, then my my group. It was just me at the front. We were chatting. I was asking for a bit of help. I get tripped up. I don't know about twenty times. I ended up in the grass at one point. Oh uh, for God's sake! So it was a yeah, it was a shambles. Then we finally caught up to Matt <laughs> uh, Thompson, who was obviously a great runner. Yeah. Uh, then about 600 to go, he put the boot in, and that was probably the most painful finish of my life. Uh, ah. Last 100 meters was just—I don't know how quick we ran that, but it was—it must have been fast. Uh, <laughs> and it was a push for the bronze between me and Ryan. Uh, I saw that. It's like what are you 0.27. He was 0.41 yeah, yeah. or something like. That was over just, 10 thousand meters. Uh, honestly, oh, that man. was horrific. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that's. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's still a fantastic time um yeah. all things considered and you know I'm, I'm sure you'll you'll know in your heart like you've 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 got that opportunity to absolutely destroy that 30 minute mark in the right conditions in the right race um and you know and, and that's that's like 10,000 that like you'll see you were part of the Antrim the Scottish team for the Antrim half as well yeah. uh which was what two weeks ago now was it uh last I last yeah two Sundays ago yeah yeah so so how did that go like you know that 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 race is that you've been picked for scotland before have you is this no no is it was your first time all right okay it's all that for every year but yeah, yeah the actual t- the, the national team okay uh, so it was an yeah. honor um, i was gonna say yeah yeah it must have been nice just getting that tracksuit on and yeah it was on the, a lot, the flag, a lot. Eh? um I, yeah i didn't think i was going to get the slot as well I, I had to do edinburgh just after the the 10k on the road the champs because yeah. I hadn't done half this year um, yeah. so Mark asked me to do Edinburgh which went okay um, yeah. and I think that helped me get the selection but yeah. you're getting yeah if you if you told me five six years ago I would have been running for Scotland I, I wouldn't have believed you I don't think um, yeah. hopefully it's the first yeah. of any aye hopefully yeah like I mean, you know, for for you, I, I don't want to go into in too much detail, um, because you know, from from my sort of perspective, uh, as a fundraising manager for Athletics Trust Scotland, you you've been doing, um, you you, you helped, um, you, you, like we did an interview, an article, and uh, you know, your your sort of, you know, your childhood, your upbringing, it was super tough, you know, for for yeah. you and, um, and and. and it must be, I don't know how you, you, you sort of channel your running, but like, how does your, how do you, you know, cope with your, your past and your, your, your sort of, your childhood, your, the events that, that occurred into now, you know, into, is, do you have like, does running give you like, just a bit of breathing space or, you know, what's, yeah. what's the relationship with, with running for you now like it's been a ma- running's been a massive help um yeah i take i mean taking all the medals and investing everything out of it just for your mental health running is 
yeah. by far, um, especially in this world, just to get away from everything, away from yeah. technology and away from just life. And yeah, yeah it's it's a saviour for a lot of people, I think. Um, and, and it's it's helped me massively. I mean, I've had every type of therapy, done everything. I've I've not handled my past very well. I've had phases mm-hmm. where I was drinking too much or yeah. just just not being who I should be. Um, yeah. Luckily, again, my wife now has stood by me through it all, which has been a massive yeah. help. Um, but my probably best advice to anyone is just find a way to use your kind of suffering, if you will, um, whatever it's been. Find a way to make it a positive, which is yeah. hard. Um, you've got two options and you've got to go one way or the other. Um, yeah. it's, and try and find the, 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 the good way. Um, yeah. So I spent a lot of time going the opposite direction. And as soon as I found running, it was, yeah, it's completely changed my life. Um, it's amazing. Uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, your uh, suffering is your gift. That's my kind of belief. Um, yeah, wow. Um, I, I, I believe in that definitely, especially running. Running, I mean, running's hard. <laughs> Any, <laughs> Running is really, really hard. So, uh, yeah, if uh, I've had a lot of tough times in my life, and a lot of people have, and a lot of people have a lot worse. So if you can use that, um, when you're hurting in a race, sometimes it's nothing compared to what you've been through before. And that yeah. kind of you get through that kind of wall or whatever it is you're struggling with in the race. See, when you were being like, you know, going through some of that tough times, I know you, you mentioned you, you play football and things like um, in some of the outlets, did you see an outlet there, you know, during that time? Or was did you feel that like it wasn't really no, not probably, any way out? But like Yeah, when I was especially when I was younger, um like before I was even a teenager, yeah, it's hard to see. Um so I was I was drinking really young, to be honest. Yeah. Um and just I don't know, I think I pretended a lot of it just wasn't happening. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just drank, ignored it, never told my friends, never really told anyone. Um, and, and until people start seeing things and you can't really hide it anymore. Um, yeah. Then it was a case of probably where video games come into it for me. Uh, just lose yourself in a world that isn't your own. Yeah. yeah. And, and I did that for a long time as well. Um, but as you get a bit older and you can, especially things with my mum, you can kind of see why things happened and you understand it a little bit more, which you can't do when you're young. Yeah. Um, it, it makes it a little bit easier. Must have been super hard for you when you don't understand, and you know, and it's, you know, it's great that you, you understand it now. And I'm sure your understanding now is something that you can pass on to future generations as well. And what do you like, you know, when when you kind of see yourself now, and then you see some some you know people who who maybe are. Or where or maybe are in your, in the situation now? Have you do you come across people like that? You know, just yeah. Yeah. now, yeah. It's like um, definitely. I feel like I'm not sure if you can tell when somebody's had a kind of rough hand, but people almost yeah. I don't know. People who are also struggling almost gravitate towards other people like that. I yeah, feel. yeah. Um, yeah. especially my job. I mean, as a personal trainer, you're you're. I think maybe twenty percent of the time you're training people, now that eighty percent you're a therapist. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Like anyway, so yeah, kind of. Yeah. I feel I always do that in my job, and I, I've helped. I train a lot of young people as well, um, yeah. and it's definitely something I'd move into in the future as well. Um, it's trying to some maybe not so much counselling, but some form of guidance for people who are struggling. Um, yeah. So again, I had a lot of help through kind of key people in my life, and if I didn't have them, I wouldn't be here. Um, mm. So it'd be yeah. good to know that other people have got 
someone to help. Um, so I definitely move into that kind of role. I think at some point. Do you think? Do you think there is enough help like out there for for people and you know like maybe not in a non-sporting sense, but in the other hand, is there help for people to get into the sport? Uh, maybe it, now, or do you think there's a gap there? It's probably a bit of a gap, to be honest. Yeah. I think definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, there could definitely be more. Yeah. So. You, you you probably see it as well, you know, like when it comes to some events, just like you know, when you you go into a, a cross country or you you, you kind of know people, you know, are well supported there. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's very few who you know, like they probably don't get any support. You know, there's you just don't see those people who who yeah. who are um. You should be there, you know. Like there's definitely an underrepresentation, you know, in in the, in our sport, which, for my end anyway, and I'm passionate about for my own experiences as well, and certainly yourself, John, as well. You know, you've you've kind of been there, and you've 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 got out there on the end, and you're now a, a national champion. That's like it's what dreams are made of, isn't it? Well, in a way, anyway. So it's uh, yeah, like talking about the like, similar kind of tangent, but talking about like some of the mindset of when you're running um like i know my coach and our co-host uh lewis walker he's he's a he, he's a big advocate on uh you know like mindset techniques and, and training and you mentioned it as well in your ten thousand meters when you're looking to break that 30 minute mark like what 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 does that look like for you you know when generally when you go into a race and uh, before during and after like certainly afterwards as well like what's so look like for John Bell. Definitely try to make yourself believe you can do it is the first thing. Yeah. If yeah. you don't believe you're going to do it, it's, no one's going to believe you can do it. Um, in terms of the kind of affirmations and writing things down and that kind of stuff, again, it was Tamba, David Tamborino, the boy on the bike that helps. Yeah. So he's really, really big into that. If you yeah. get into his house, he's got yellow sticky notes all over his walls. <laughs> um, I used to practice smiling in the mirrors because you Aye. believed you couldn't be positive and negative at the same time. So if you're smiling when you run, you can't think negative thoughts. All right, okay. Yeah. Just loads of crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I, I write a lot. Um, yeah. I'm always writing wee quotes. I love a, I'm like a master. I love a quote, so I do. Yeah. Get certain kind of wee videos I like, wee kind of motivational videos. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just belief, isn't it? I think it's just try to have confidence. Um, you could be hitting yeah. everything for three months in training, then one session before the race doesn't go well, and you're on that start line for some reason, and you feel like you've got no ability to run anymore, and you've yeah. got no confidence, and you're not going to do it, or you're looking at other guys, and you're like, oh, he looks really fit. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just try to just focus on yourself, ignore everyone else. Um and just believe that you've put it work in and the racing is the easy part um, yeah. there's a, another really good quote that's is that racing is the celebration of training and I believe that oh, I like it yeah, yeah that's it that is quite is. good I like that yeah I wish I could have thought about that when I was in the west side of the way <laughs> <laughs> might have got me from the off off the ground when I fell asleep at a mile 85 or something <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that is a lot. I'm sure as well, you know, from like what you do as a coach and a, a trainer, it's it's great to you know pass your your wisdom in some yeah. of these quotes. Like everyone loves a motivational 
quote, don't they? Like, certainly I do anyway. So, uh, <laughs> well, before you go, because I'm aware you're away to, to train in, in, in 20 minutes uh, and it is a, a Tuesday morning. So, um, so we, yeah, the, your, pre, your training we're going to give you now is a fartlek questions, uh, not training as such, but fartlek questions. They can be long or as short as you like them to be. So uh, what's your, I'll start off with, what's your favourite running shoe? My favourite running shoe? Um, I can't remember what they're called. It was called like, the New Balance V1080 or something. They're, you can't oh, get yeah, okay. Um, they're like a kind of training shoe, aren't they? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. A training yeah. hybrid type shoe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. love them. Um, but yeah. probably the New Balance Fuel Seller. I really enjoy them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you wear? In, like, what do you wear in races? Do you wear the vapor fives or do you wear? So yeah, I wear the yeah. vapor fly twos or threes purely just. Yeah. To, you know, it's like kind of psych, a psychological thing. If you're absolutely yeah, yeah. Put them, you think you're going to get beat already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's true though, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, you could you could maybe you could line up the right one. You could mm-hmm. probably perform. The, you don't know. It's yeah, they're all all different. And um, what about your session? You know, what's your sort of favorite running session? Probably. Kind of one of my go tos is the a 15k threshold. Oh, yeah, 15k threshold eh? every kind of two weeks or so. Yeah, uh, so yeah, always something like a 15k threshold. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, have you got a running hero? My it's probably a strange one actually. So I know him now, but my yeah, obviously, I came to running really late, so I never really grew up watching athletics or anything. So yeah. The kind of first guy that really inspired me running was probably Callum Hawkins, actually. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. right, okay. Um, wow. So, yeah, not a bad been, hero to have. Yeah. It's, it was actually my first time running, I'll make this quick, uh, the West Districts when I get selected for the Inter District in Edinburgh when it was still down in yeah. the Edinburgh Cross Country. It was the last time it was there and he had the amazing battle with the American boy. Uh, I remember that, yeah. The atmosphere yeah. down there, obviously being in person, it was the first kind of thing I'd been to and yeah, from that moment, it was definitely my favourite athlete. Yeah, just, just an absolute grinder as well, isn't he? He's just, I mean, he's always been a good runner, but to see him jump onto the world stage is yeah. just pretty cool. And you know he's like a local and he's, yeah. you know, approachable. is is pretty cool, yeah. yeah. Uh, ah, great, great answer. What's your pre-race meal? Um... So if it's the if it's a morning race, it'll just be overnight oats with some protein yogurt and nuts. Actually, nice. That's uh, that's what I usually have. Or it's porridge or overnight yeah. oats or something. Depends if Debbie puts it on there. She's made it. <laughs> 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 <It's all forward. laughs> uh, so if you had uh, one more race to do, it was your last race. What one do you think it would be? One that you've either taken part in or you you know you're you're longing to get involved in. Um, it's probably West Island Way, believe it or not. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. So old, nice. Ultras is definitely where I'm going. Uh, oh, really? Oh, cool. Starting, uh, yeah, when I started running, it was that was yeah. my plan. Then when Mark yeah. got off me, I kind of come back to kind of quick stuff. But uh-huh. yeah, definitely, definitely, that'll be where I'll be. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Jeez, oh, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm, you know, probably be a lot slower by the time <laughs> you get into it. <laughs> so, I, I mean, that's. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, I've I I, I kind of went from, well, not obviously, but did track and field as a kid, cross country in the winter, and then as I got older, I did hills and mountains and you know the ten k's, halves, marathons, and then I'm like, right, I don't, I can't run under sub fives anymore. Certainly not like six time, you know, six miles worth in in one go. But 
but yeah, I, you know, I wouldn't look back on it. Certainly wouldn't. But I don't regret going into it now because I think you know there's a there's a some people go into it too early, and then they they lose that speed. And and for you, I think I'm sure you've got a, a plan and outline as to how you're gonna do it. And and that that's for me interesting. Like, but what, from kind of then until where you are now, what's the the sort of imminent uh, you know objectives for you? Um. Well, immediately, well, you'll like this. So actually, next Wednesday, we're flying out to go and hike the UTMB, me and my wife. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, we fly to Eva, then we're going to be in Chamonix for a night, then we're going to yeah, do yeah. days on the hike, then spend an afternoon oh. in Chamonix. Um, oh. So, yeah, fly out next Wednesday for that. So I thought you'd oh. like that. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. That is that is music to my ears. Like, I've literally, <laughs> the weekend, just been, like, sticking the live stream on and just watching it, and it's phenomenal. Um so is that something you think you might do in the future as well then? Or? Probably, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, definitely. But my immediate plan between now and 35 is to get a marathon time for the Commonwealth Games. Right, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, okay. a big, that's a big goal and it's a big one to make public. But if you don't, yeah, it'll never absolutely. happen. Concerned. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah that would be three years will be planned at that. Yeah, okay. I mean, you've got the, you've got the speed, you've got the mentality, you've got, you've got all of it, you know? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm excited to see how things go, and um, and yeah, d- don't be a stranger, John. It's like you know, as I say, I'm sure we'll we'll chat offline um, at some point anyway, and uh, super excited to to see your progress, and and uh, you know, I'm sure maybe if we interview you after the the, the UTMB hike, you might you might be going straight into it next year, eh? So <laughs> I know maybe it, lo- it looks absolutely stunning. I it's, it's uh, I mean I when I did it to 2019 like overnight when the, you know I was in the valley going and the sun was rising and it was just like there was no one there I mean I was in no man's land at that yeah. point like and it was just absolutely stunning you know it's just yeah you won't you won't regret going there I can can guarantee you that as well and I'm sure there'll be some some of the top athletes still there so yeah you know, yeah be good. The, probably you'll you'll notice them the way they're walking you know they're probably just absolutely destroyed so <laughs> i wanted to be out there for the race but trying to get accommodation was just i just be impossible eh? yeah yeah, yeah. Aye. all right good stuff uh the, the the final question i forgot to ask you is have you done a beer mile do you do you have do you drink no. or no okay i won't i won't i won't ask you then <laughs> no i've never actually no i think it would kill me to be honest <laughs> Uh, no, I've never tried one though. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you do decide, let us know and we'll, we'll add you to the leaderboard. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like you do it with non-alcoholic beers. That, is aye, that aye, yeah, you can. Yeah, what do you think you could do it with, with uh, fizzy beer or not mm. Erdinger or something like that? You could probably do that. You could drop a sub six, no problem. I might, yeah, I might just try one for a laugh then. Just do one for a laugh, aye, aye. Yeah, I might do it. Cross <laughs> season, there's not much else happening now, so yeah, I might, I might try one for you. It'll harden you up during the cross-country season. Well, that's true, yeah. I could be doing with that. (laughs) Brilliant. Well, it's been cracking the chat to you, John, and uh, thanks so much for coming on the show. And, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing your progress in the the coming months and years, man. So, awesome. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Cheers, man. Catch you later. See you later. Thank you, John. 
so good to get you on. I haven't heard that yet as we record, so I'm thrilled. I'm looking forward to hearing hearing the interview. I know Kyle spoke spoke very highly about it when we caught up. Um, so Kyle, I think we said we're going to try and keep this a short one tonight. You've got family to get back to. I've got to shower and get this this. In fact, you know the shower you, yet? Jeez, oh no, mate, I came off the trail the straight 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 to here. In fact, look, this look that, look, See I mean, listeners, that's retro. Oh. <laughs> no, a retro T-shirt. <laughs> Great I was wondering why you're wearing that. Uh, you know, I thought it was maybe a pajama top or something. But all uh, oh, right, no, this is me pre-shower. <laughs> so, um, what have we got then? We got TRS run of the week. I mean, we we do. Uh, I mean, there's we do have a lot of results and you know big things that have happened. But you know, like you know, it's there's it's so much to talk about. It's probably best to to not talk no. about any of it because we'll miss it we'll miss it all <laughs> so um but TRS run of the week that is a great question uh I mean what, what what's what, taken place what, over the last so on of a, this is, I would say on a top level what did you reckon to Bucci one or two in uh the big half ahead of uh I thought, I thought I'd say, I, I remember when he he took it one of his first half marathons uh, and he ran like 71 or something remembers it was that like a couple of years ago he just went out like an absolute rocket and yeah where was up. that uh well it'd have been the big half you know uh, been, or, yeah. or was it glasgow the great scottish there maybe mm, um, i don't think he's ever done the, but, that see, uh, but his, anyway his yeah you know i was i was pretty impressed by uh by that result i thought it was amazing and um also you know Lauren Muir and her her win at the the Zurich Diamond League yeah. as well. I thought it was quite a that was a good a win. Actually, yeah. Commanding performance as well. And yeah. um, you know, and you know, we've talked you know at length about some of the world champs' performances and stuff. Um, you know, great runs from the likes of uh, obviously Josh and um, and 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 Gemma Riki and 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 many others. But um, yeah, like I was quite impressed by you know not only Andrew's Addy's, uh you know, performance, but that's given them probably a good bit of confidence to go into a marathon in New York eh, in yeah. November. What's your take on that? And, well, me, uh, you and Lewis were, me, you and Lewis were chatting about that on WhatsApp last week. I, right, whenever yeah. it was, when we found out about it, I, I think it's a pretty smart call. I mean, I think, I think uh, New York comes without the time pressure. Yeah, whatever he runs yeah. will still get looked at, but it's not like if you go to Berlin. You, everyone's going to expect him to run like if he doesn't go on the 210 you know what I mean it's yeah. it's like yeah. it's a it's a mark so I feel like he's kind of he's still got to race it and his position will still be looked at and his performance how he handles the marathon will still be looked at but it won't be under the microscope of a time as such which I think is, yeah. a, is a good thing um and then if it doesn't go so well New York is New York you can kind of chalk it off and say oh, okay it's a hard course of various things so I think it's pretty smart um and I guess the speculative mind would be that surely he's going to then, I mean, surely he's looking for the, the actually, this is a segment of a bit of a rant, not a rant, but more of a, 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 a frustration. A he- Maybe a he's going to, you, would think, you would think he's going to shoot, surely he's going to look next year, if the window's open still, I'm not sure if it, when it shuts, but to try and run a qualifier for uh, Paris 24, because I'm looking at the world, watching the world champs, which will all, it was amazing, you know, the great British performance, great Josh being an absolute highlight. But no senior man in the five, the ten, or the marathon. That is shocking. Yeah. Not a yeah, single the, British person starting. And, and like you look at this, so you look at the, the marathon, for example. Only Emil Caress had the time. Um, perhaps he's injured. Maybe he didn't want to run. I don't know. But like 
I'm a bit frustrated because I'm start. You look at the 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 standards so high. Two or nine forty you need to run to qualify. That is fast. I mean that is crazy yeah. fast. And I can't help but think that that the the way we're seeing times tumble at the moment. Yeah, it's shoes. There's no doubt in my mind there's doping going on. There's no doubt in my yeah. mind that that some that some there are. You know we've seen there's so many stories of positive tests coming out in the last like year or so. That, that you've got to wonder these that these are these some of these times at the top are artificial and what that's doing is dragging down qualifying times which is because I, I just don't understand otherwise what as a nation how can we not have athletes at that level whenever you know other other nations are represented at that level i just don't understand how how we can be in a situation where we don't have anyone at 510 or marathon or is it the or maybe the program is poor maybe that like what are we doing why are we doing so well at middle distance but at, long distance where we have nothing good question yeah i mean yeah there seems to be like a lot of strength in the the middle distance but nothing really in the endurance like you know the 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 marathons i mean mo's now going he's retired uh i don't know it's just no one really there is there yeah i mean It's, it's, I find it bizarre. Like, I mean, it's the World yeah. Championships. It was in Budapest. It's not like it's, you know, and surely there, I would like to think it's not a cut. I mean, again, I'm looking for someone, this is where we could probably get done with Lewis on. There's, I'm like, someone in form can maybe tell me that, I don't know if, I'm going to look at Power 10, see how many people did run the 10,000 qualifier. But again, like, that's, I find it's just crazy. It's the World Championships. To be fair, though, like, I mean, there's no, there's no one in the UK who would have anywhere it wouldn't even be in the front pack in these races, like, you know, in the first no. 10K. Like, they'll just get left behind. Like, they'll be lapped, probably, you know, unless so, you're talking to someone like Mark. Um, Mark Scott. Yeah. He must be injured. Uh, All right, here we go. So, World Champs qualification was 27.10, right? The UK World Champs selection was 27.20. This year, nobody ran it. Bucci was the fastest with 27.47, which he ran... Uh, Parliament Hill was that? Yeah, that must have been night of the tens. Uh, yeah. Zachariah Mohammed he ran twenty seven fifty six, and Charles Hicks Charlie Hicks twenty seven fifty seven. So nobody ran the time this year. Let me look at last year. Uh, Ten thousand. Uh, Patrick Devere ran twenty seven twenty three, but again, no one. If the if the UK are saying twenty seven twenty, and the standard for the the qualifier is twenty seven ten, then no one's there. Same let's look at the let's look at the five thousand um uh five thousand meters twenty twenty two uh yeah so there you go so world champs A standard thirteen thirteen to be fair both Mark Scott and Sam Atkin ran it. So Mark Scott must be injured, right? Sure. Uh, he must be, yeah. And then thirteen thirteen is quite yeah. what was it? was that the champs this year? 1330, is it? Uh, so that's what, well, again, this is what they've got on Power of 10. They're reporting as when you filter on 5000, it says World Champs Qualification Standard 1307. Ucha, so, boy. Ucha, boy. Neil Gurley, interestingly, fastest 5000 a year yeah. in Britain. He ran 1311. I wouldn't be surprised next year the, the standard would be 713, you know, like, not next crazy. year, but. What's the Paris 2024 selection keep... standard? It, it but anyway, must... it's it's just like it's just a shame as an athletics fan to not, you know, that it was so Certainly amazing. UK, UK, UK athletics, UK, world yeah. athletics. But um, I mean, the good thing is we've got we've got the 
the talent in the the middle distance to, and I'm sure hopefully it does come in peaks and troughs as well. You you do hope that we we do have decent representation in all endurance sports. Never just yeah. not just the middle distance, but and uh, I mean you know like it's a shame you know like Ailish. I, I, you know, I genuinely think she would have had a, a chance at a medal. You know, if, if she was in the shape she was early on, yeah, be it at the ten k as well, yeah, yeah, like it's, it's just a real shame. But I, I, you know, I see that you know she's calling it quits for this this season, uh, and she'll build into to next year in, in Paris as well. So anyway, right, here we go. So but, uh, for, I was going to say, I've got the times. Is that the times up? I know it's the quota of team marathon. Two eleven thirty for the men, two twenty nine thirty for the women. Okay, so it's lighter for the for marathon to qualify. And then I think on the other one it's just teams, I guess. Anyway, all right, you would we'd like to hope hope they'll see more. Uh, anyway, rant over. Um not even a rant, just a, a sadness. Um Yeah. Well Yeah, although well, maybe TRS run the week, Butchie, P B over the half. Look at there that. You go. Well done, Bucci. We get him a little, uh, he usually comes on and chats. <laughs> Maybe get him on before in November or, or afterwards. Once he's exactly. run his, uh, his Olympic qualifier. I'm sure that I'm sure that Lewis won't mind us saying this, but now Lewis is part of the team. Lewis has the, the athlete's interest much more at heart. He's very good at chopping. We not, we're not. We shouldn't reach out to people that we're soon before they're racist. <laughs> like, hey, yeah, you're right. You're running. You're running a major diamond league next week. Great. Do you want to come on TRS before us? Those days are finished. That's uh, <laughs> uh, we, we're, we're half the reason that they don't. Some folk underperform, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Halfway around the track, anyway. buckling under. Oh my God, what did I say on TRS? I'm going to run. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to get TRS run in a week. <laughs> oh dear. Oh right. boy. Well, folks, thanks again for listening. And uh, yeah, great to see you again, Tommy. And uh, you get yourself all showered, dressed and, and, and fed. And uh, good luck for... Um, whatever, whatever your Belfast, the Belfast park run. for your park run. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the park, the park off, the park run buggy park off run. or something. That'd yeah, be, that'd boys, be, I need to get off. my wheels fixed first, do we? Get yeah, my, we should, get that'd my, be good fun. In fact, yeah, we're, right. we, I was there, yeah, because yeah. our, our wives caught up a couple of weeks ago, uh, with uh, right. with the kids, and I was like, that's we need yeah. to do that on a weekend when we can all get involved. Yeah. So, yeah, we should do that on a park run, that'd be cool. Oh, ah, uh, definitely, right. Thanks again for listening, folks. We'll see you later. Here's Ali McIver. Sometimes shuffle, sometimes soon.